Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey everyone, Hassan here. You are listening to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Today is January 8th, 2018. Happy New Year. This is episode number 144 titled, It's Prediction Time. So uh, I am joined here today with the usual Nintendo Fuse crew. We have Steve here with me. Hey, everyone. I'm here. And uh, is my microphone working? Yes. Um, Can you hear me? Okay. That's weird (laughs) because, oh, that, we've had so many technical issues, it's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, I can't, couldn't see myself, so I just wanted to make sure. But um, hey, how's it going? Happy New Year. Cool. And uh, we have Greg here with us. Everyone, no technical, issue, no technical issues for me. <laughs> you just jinxed it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully nothing more. Um, and Barry. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, unfortunately, I was like with technical issues as well, so. But we got everything ironed out, so we're we're good to go. Great way to start off 2018. So let's hope it can only go uphill from here. Hopefully, um, so this podcast, for those who don't know, is a very interactive podcast. Nintendo Fuse is all about the community, right? And so same with the podcast, we want to have the community involved in what we do. And so we are live streaming on uh, our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/NintendoFuse via Google Hangouts, and also on TalkShoe, you can hear the audio as well. So shout out to uh, Sergeant Bilby uh, in the talk shoe chat and on the YouTube side of things, shout out to Jefferson, Steve Desmarai. Um, so to anybody in any of those chats, feel free to post your comments and we will read them as we go through the podcast. Um, we'd love to, to hear your thoughts as well. And to anybody that uh, wants details on how to join in uh, in the future, you know, if you're on one or the other, uh, NintendoFuse.com has the full details. You can even, via TalkShoe, actually call in to the podcast uh, if you would be so inclined. So we've had a couple guests. It's been a little while, but it'd be fun to hear from some people uh, if you uh, ever get the chance to do that. So the details on how to do that are on NintendoFuse.com. So definitely go check that out. So 2018, we are we are here. New year, um, really exciting. We, we ended the last uh, year with, our game of the year episode basically and uh i'm repping our uh, game of the year winner with my uh, for anybody watching on the video got my zelda hat right here um yeah it looks like uh barry's got uh, some zelda as well um <laughs> yeah i got this from the nintendo store in new york over the holidays so that was that was pretty cool um but uh if you have not checked that out go check that out great year 2017 was fantastic but we're here <laughs> to talk 2018 so Today, it's going to be all about our predictions for the year. What are what are what we think is going to happen from Nintendo? Um, so to kick things off, I'm going to kind of uh, preface. Tell me, a lot of these predictions that we we sort of have. So 
there's been a January direct that's been rumored for quite a while. There's been a couple of like potential leaks and things saying that something's coming in January. They've done January stuff before, but uh, more specifically, there's been a couple of um, folks that have been pretty reliable in the past that have come out and said January 11th, which is this Thursday will potentially be the Nintendo direct. Now, that being said, if they follow the pattern of things and they announce things potentially two times earlier, or two days earlier, rather, then that would be January 9th, which is tomorrow. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it's a very, very frequent pattern that right after a podcast, there's a Nintendo Direct announcement or a Nintendo Direct. And uh, so that would be tomorrow, potentially January 9th, or January 11th being the actual Direct. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think this January 11th direct? Like, is that plausible? I, I feel like, going by our track record, I feel like it is. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility for sure. Um, I mean, <laughs> like it, it, it never fails. I think probably I, we need to go back sometime and, and figure out like our actual statistics. But um, I don't know. It, it happens quite often. Nothing, you know, that's just superstition sort of thing. But I think, uh, you know, we haven't really had a full Nintendo Direct in a while. Um, there have been some game-specific ones, and so um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see, um, you know, what's probably going to happen this month. I, if it doesn't happen this month, it's got to happen next month because there's a lot of titles that we that we normally know a little more information about. So um, it's got to be happening sometime soon. <clears throat> yeah, I'm definitely in the same situation. I feel like they would need to have something on their plates to say, like, hey, guess what? This is coming. I don't think it'll be tons of groundbreaking brand new stuff, but it'll be at least be on details of stuff we already know, kind of like what's coming. Like some of those last 3DS titles and all that kind of stuff that we'll get into. Yeah, I think I think it, if it's not this month, it has to be next month. Because I, I think there's going to be one for the spring stuff, and uh, at least the early spring stuff, probably one again in April for the later spring stuff. And then June is E3. So it'd be like two months in between each or, you know, every every other month have a direct. I think that's good. Um, and, you know, they just came off of such a hot holiday season. They need to address that. Like, they need to at least come out there and just say thank you. Thank you to all these new Switch owners. Some people who haven't had a Nintendo system since the 64 or the GameCube. Like, hey, here's what we have in store for you. Now that you bought it, now that you have all of 2017's great titles, here's what's coming in 2018. Because I think it was a tweet by someone from Nintendo of America that said, you know, 2018 is going to be really, really great. And, of course, that could all just be PR talk, but I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also want to shout out uh, Jakester, the Night of Darkness, and NitroFlame250 in the YouTube chat. So welcome as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot to talk about. So let's start with, a piece of information that I, I don't know if necessarily they'll talk about this in a direct or not, but they kind of tweeted this out, a little announcement of the uh, Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons for Splatoon. As you know, they have green and pink Joy-Cons, uh, neon green and neon pink. So they are being released standalone this month. Uh, but what's interesting about this is Japan and Europe got the standalone releases, and they had the left Joy-Con being neon green and the right Joy-Con being neon pink. Uh, then when it came over to America in a bundle with a Nintendo Switch, uh, which is currently in America the only way to get the green and pink Joy-Cons, uh, it was the same one. Neon green on the left and neon pink on the right. However, these standalone Joy-Cons 
are the opposite. The left Joy-Con is neon pink, and the right Joy-Con is neon green. So finally, we can have a complete set of neon green and neon pink Joy-Cons. So if anybody got this, that got the Splatoon 2 bundle in America, or if you're like me and imported those Joy-Cons uh, from Japan or Europe, then now you can get these ones and get the complete set. Um, so we know that that's coming this month. I don't know if I'll talk about that in a direct or not, but uh, I don't know. Are you guys are you guys excited about the Joy Cons? Are you getting any more colors of them? However many they end up releasing this year, I finally decided to go ahead and and make the uh, the jump and and imported some red ones. So they actually should get here tomorrow or the next day. Um, and I found them on Amazon actually. Um, after after waiting a long time, I, I ended up getting them on Amazon instead of PlayAsia. And uh, in the end. Um, I didn't have to pay shipping, and they were like two dollars more than if I would have bought, you know, a regular set of, of Joy Cons in an American store. So um, yeah, I, I decided to go ahead and, and uh, you know, go for that. But I, I I probably won't get the the pink and and green ones. Um, red red. I was holding out, not getting any at all. The red ones look really cool. That's probably what I'll stick with for now. Is my my you know uh, built-in gray ones that I got when I when I got the system, and then uh, and the red ones. Yeah, I don't gotcha. feel the need to splurge on any additional Joy Cons. I haven't had to use my additional set so far. Um, I got the neon set, and so then obviously I got the reverse one standalone. So then I have a complete blue and a complete red set. So. I'm still having fun playing with both blues, and then sometimes I'll swap them out for both reds. Yeah, I, I'm still sitting on my gray ones that uh, came with the system. I've just switched off between my two pro controllers. When one dies, I immediately swap to the other. Uh, and uh, I, I'm waiting. When, when there's a green, that's not, not a neon green, not where I have to buy a pink as well to get a full set. When I could just get a, a nice, like, hunter green, uh, set, I'll probably get that. And if they come out with a purple one, my wife will probably be like, oh, I want that. But I rarely play in handheld, and when it's docked, I always use the Pro Controllers. So for me, it's not worth the, the $80 or whatever it is for a new set right now. I think it's great that it's coming, especially for, for people like you, Asan, who are Joy-Con crazy uh, with, with all your colors. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the people that uh, are interested in that. It's just not for me, not right now. Right. I do like the fact that they do offer so many color options because it has been a while. I mean, they, they did that with the Wii a little bit. Um, it took a little while for them to really delve into some of the colors, especially the, the Mario and Peach and those special ones. But it's nice that right out the gate, they're kind of releasing a whole bunch of these colors. Um, and I even saw a video the other day. I don't know how I missed it. That Nintendo of Europe posted like a little promo video uh, just showcasing some of their games. But it was showing like a whole bunch of Joy-Con colors and it was like flashing between all the different color combinations and stuff. So they're really like promoting all the color choices uh, for the Joy-Con. So that's definitely pretty cool. Um, although Nitro Flame 250 says in Canada, a pair of Joy-Cons cost $100 plus uh, GSP. So um, it can get expensive in some countries, definitely. So uh, do do consider importing um, because as Steve said, even it's pretty affordable to import from you know from uh, Amazon or you know elsewhere. Like um, it's actually not uh, not too bad. So, do consider that. Um, so, let's talk games. Uh, 2018, in terms of starting off the year in the coming months, what, what, right now we don't really have a set 
time frame for when some of these games are coming out. Aside from Bayonetta, the re-release of one and two is in February, right? Yeah. 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 So, so the only other games I think for early 2018 that we know really are Yoshi and Kirby, I think, right? And then we have other games for 2018, like I think there's a Fire Emblem game, but we just don't know when yet. Um, so how do you think 2018 is going to play out in the, in the next couple months? Like, is Yoshi going to release like in two weeks? Like, is it, you know, like what's our, are we getting a January game or a February game? What do you guys think? I, I really don't know. And I was actually, you know, I was just trying to prepare and everything for our podcast tonight. I was like, you know, what, <laughs> I had to like refresh my, my, like, uh, my memory about like, what actually is coming up. And, and I couldn't remember anything. Um, and and finally looking at the list was like oh well there's not much that we know about yet um i think they they we talked about before um nintendo did so much in 2017 that we really only have very few um definite things in in 2018 and a lot of other just speculation like we're we're hoping that some other games come out but we don't really don't know we know that metroid prime 4 is somewhere down the list um we're hoping it's 2018 we're hoping that there's, you know, the actual Pokemon game comes out. Um, but really, the only ones we do definitely know for sure is like Kirby and Yoshi for the very beginning of the year. And um, I think that that's okay um, from a business standpoint because they had so many good things in 2017 that they really can carry it. Um, but but we do need to see some news. So I'm hoping there is that Nintendo Direct soon that we can know. Okay. This is what we to look forward to, even though if it's not going to be in the first, you know, three months of the year, um, we know that, you know, hit June, July, August or whatever, we're, we got these other games to look forward to. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what, what Yoshi does. I'm, I'm a big fan of Yoshi, but Kirby, not so much just because it's not my thing. Um, I think a runner, runner three um, or runner four. Whichever one I forget. Um, three, I think. Three yeah. uh, is is coming out. I think near the beginning of the year, so um, that'd be cool. But I think I've kind of, um, unfortunately, kind of I'm I'm done with the the endless runner thing for right now. Um, I think it maybe because of iOS um, games, it just kind of like it just kind of killed it for a while. Um, you know, Mario jumped in there, and you get, you get all these other different games with the endless runner stuff, and so. Um, and Runner 3 really got to be something really new and different, I think, to, to get me to really be excited about it again. Because I was really excited about Bit Trip Runner um, 1, and then Runner 2 was great. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of almost over that now, unless they really, really pick it up and, and do something exciting and new. Um, but if it's just going to be the same thing with, with, the re, you know, with new paint, uh, I'll, I'll probably pass this time. Gotcha. What about you, Greg? Yeah, I've never been a huge Kirby fan, so that's kind of not going to be on my um, checkout list. Um, definitely, I am a big fan of Yoshi. I have enjoyed doing the Yoshi games in the past for Nintendo Fuse. I know she's Yoshi's New Island and other and Woolly World and whatnot. So definitely looking forward to the next Yoshi adventure. Um, one that Steve did mention that the Project Octopath Traveler will probably be coming out, I think, pretty early this year, too. They had that demo last year, and I really enjoyed the demo, so definitely looking forward to seeing the full version of the game. That's from Square Enix, of course, so there's some RPG stuff coming down the line as well. But yeah, other than those other games, I don't really know too much 
coming on early this year. It's just purely speculation. Yeah, we're we're at a very interesting point where it's like there's a lack of information, but there's just enough to keep us intrigued. Um, unlike unlike Greg and unlike Steve, uh, I am a huge Kirby fan, so I am looking forward to Kirby. In fact, Kirby is going to bring me back to the 3DS this month. Uh, new Kirby game coming out, so I'm like, oh, okay, I actually got to pick that up. Uh, Dust it off, charge it up. <clears throat> yeah, oh no, it, it's been plugged in waiting. But uh, okay. it, this month, this month, I'm going to attempt to, uh, to do Rocket League, which comes out physically next week, uh, which I know Steve will be happy about. Uh, that all depends on uh, the randomness of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, that, that's the worst part of that game. Uh, almost 300 hours in at this point. Still going. Uh, <laughs> so much time. <laughs> I know. It's so good that there's so much stuff. Oh, you know what? Honestly, honestly, if I could retract my game of the year, it would beat Zelda. That tells you something. Um, it's so good. But uh, also coming out this month that uh, neither of you mentioned is Lost Sphere. Uh, which uh, is done by the I Am Satsuna team. And uh, I really enjoyed I Am Satsuna. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I know it is a Square Enix online store exclusive for physical, so I got my pre-order. So if you're listening and you want to pre-order, you got to go there. Uh, Kirby will probably, Kirby and Yoshi will probably be early. They're definitely before E3. I, I would be shocked if both those titles land after E3. Uh, as for Metroid, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Bayonetta 3, um, they're all... They're all poised to be an amazing holiday. And if all four of those titles hit holiday, um, that, that's going to be awesome. And I, I was talking with one person, like, oh, when's Smash coming? You know, they, they're, they're possibly delayed the online. How about they delay it for Smash? I don't think Smash needs to be 2018. And I'm a huge Smash fan. They don't need it. They they can save it for 2019. They they have enough going for them. And but I want it in 2018. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I want it too. I'm trying to think of a business standpoint here. And honestly, there's one other thing that they can do, in addition to all these titles that we know about, in addition to the ones that they know about that haven't announced yet, is, and I hate to say this, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, no, but, but Wii U ports. I know we have Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming out uh, next month. But honestly, there is such a wealth of great Wii U titles that they haven't touched uh, to bring over that just haven't been played or they can one-up them. And what I mean by that is not just like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but like they can bring Pikmin 3 over. But instead of just being Pikmin 3, make a Pikmin collection with 1, 2, and 3. Get people hyped. Because remember, Pikmin 4 has been in development for how many years? That could come out this year. A lot of people have forgotten about that. And hey, Pikmin was not Pikmin 4. Um, they can do things like that. They can bring over the new Super Mario U and, and, and new Super Luigi U and bring those out with a brand new 2D Mario game. Uh, you know, or Mario Maker, they could bring that over. I know that would make you know, McGregor so very happy, but with new content and maybe do like Mario 2 and, and other skins like that. Uh, there's also um, some of these third parties like Square and Capcom have just pledged support. And I've heard Activision and EA have retracted what they stated, and they're now pledging support after these sales. But imagine, imagine Square just coming out and being like, hey, we got, you know, Mario RPG 2. Like, hey, we're re- rejuvenating. After Mario and Rabbids did so well, let's do Mario RPG 2. And and let's not forget Mega Man 11. No one mentioned that. Mega Man 11 is coming this year, along with Legacy Collection 1 and 2, and X1 to 8. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff still coming out this year. 
And I feel like it may not be huge, huge announcements for everybody, but it kind of gets swept up and people forget about certain things. But there is already a lot we know about in 2018. And Nintendo being so close to the chest with a lot of their secrets, they, they got stuff. 2018 is going to be awesome. That's my prediction right there. Well, I didn't right. really jumping into the speculative part of it. Otherwise, I would have gladly taken the helm on Mario Maker Deluxe. Um, <laughs> I'm still a huge fan of the community and follow it all the time. And I think with like Miiverse dying and everything, I think that it might be time to bring it over to the Switch to get those other people off of the Wii U and fully onto the Switch. So yeah. um, I almost was going to say that might even be shown in the tentative direct, but with the early before E3 type release. Yeah, it would be, I think, I think um, if they did bring over Super Mario um, Maker to the Switch, that, like, it would definitely, like, I think the timing needs to be right for that release because if it's done at the right time, you could get a ton of people, like you said, Greg, that, that have been holding on to the Wii U and still playing that but haven't actually got a Switch yet. Not that they need, like, you know, because it's already selling like crazy. Um, but if they time it just right, they could really just capitalize on those people that have been holding back and, and then all of a sudden boost sales quite a bit from because it does have quite the following. And uh, it could really kind of carry sales on to, like, the next level that they need. Yeah, because I know it's still like a highly watched video game on YouTube, and there's still people creating all sorts of crazy levels and still interacting very much, very thoroughly like through. So they've really enjoyed the game, and there's even, like, campaigns to beat every single level that's been uploaded. So there's a lot of stuff yeah. like that going on. There's another thing, too, none of us touched on, and that is um, the, the uh, Bravely Default uh, Twitter account. Uh, tweeted out a photo for the holidays that showed Adia holding Joy-Cons with Project Octopath Traveler pins. And uh, that very well could be a Bravely Default, Bravely Second port. That could be Bravely Third. That could be both of those. That could be Bravely in Project Octopath. Project Octopath may turn into Bravely Third. So many things, you know, it could be. But I really hope if you haven't played the Bravely games, uh, they do go to Switch because they're awesome. And I would love a Bravely Third. They left it open. I was going to say, uh, uh, Camilla, who helped, you know, or, uh, Platinum Games with uh, uh, Bayonetta, at the same time that there were certain teases of Bayonetta, there were teases of The Wonderful 101, uh, so potentially a re-release of that, or The Wonderful 102. Um, so there's been a lot of teases, I think, from a lot of potential games that could be returning in some form, either through sequels or re-releases or something. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of potential there for the Switch. Yeah. I, I got a quick question, though, like, <laughs> because I know different people have different opinions on this. And I'm curious to, I think we've briefly talked about this in the past, but in terms of re-releases or, or sequels or, like, um, HD remixes or whatever, like, what would you actually prefer in general? I know sometimes it's based, it's based on different games and stuff, but, like, Splatoon, we got Splatoon 2, but, you know, in other games like Mario Kart Deluxe, which was just kind of a beefed up, you know, version of the of the original 8. Um, if they're going to do those Wii U games and kind of make them new and fresh again, would you prefer a sequel or would you prefer just, you know, like an HD remix or something like that of it? I would definitely more prefer a sequel, even like for Mario Maker, I think that t- tends to hold out more. Um, 
I think if you're just going to be re-releasing it, it's not quite an incentive to quite pick it up. I think Mario Kart was kind of in the idea of that we didn't know exactly when Arms and Splatoon was coming. We didn't know how far off all those other games were. So it was kind of like, a, oh, I think I'm ready for a new game and I can re-pick up Mario Kart. And I mean, Mario Kart is Mario Kart, so it's obviously a high-seller franchise as is. But I mean... I don't know the sales numbers for the um, Pokemon tournaments, but I don't know if it was even comes close to how Mario Kart 8 did. No, 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 it came nowhere near. Mario Kart 8 did over 3 million um, before holiday. Uh, Pokemon tournament was not a million. Um, As to your question, Steve, it's no contest. I would much prefer a new game because it's a new game versus a remake. However, I do think that there's room for both. I think you can take a team, uh, Nintendo can hire a brand new team and give them the first assignment of porting a game from the Wii U to the Switch, get used to the Switch, get used to how that game works, and then use the engine that they develop and that they work on for a new game. Uh, Ports definitely fill in gaps, uh, especially with the Wii U being as big of a failure as it was there's a lot of people that never had a chance to play these games. Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was was it was smart strategically to get it out early because it gave people a Mario Kart, which is a system seller. Um, I do not think it's going to stop Mario Kart 9. In fact, I would be very surprised if there's no Mario Kart 9 or Mario Kart insert subtitle here exclusively to the Switch um, because of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I think that would be a huge misstep. I mean, if you look at look at previous iterations where you have Twilight Princess on the Wii that didn't stop Skyward Sword. You had Ocarina of Time 3D uh, on, on the 3DS that didn't stop Link Between Worlds. So there's very real that we will get another Mario Kart. Bayonetta is another example. They're doing Bayonetta 3, but they're also bringing one in 2. Uh, that's what I think. I think we need to get the ports as well as the new stuff. Like Splatoon 2 made sense to not have Splatoon 1. You know, I would be fine with Mario Maker 2 instead of Mario Maker DX and just take the existing stuff and add to it. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. Even Smash Brothers, if they announced Smash Brothers 5, the smartest thing they could do is take Smash 4 for Wii U, use that as a template, and just add to it. If they cut characters, it's going to annoy people. If they cut modes, that's going to annoy people. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the saying. They got a template. Now put, you know, like Smash, for example, how many years was that in development? Like three, four years? Take that three, four years, Start there and then add another three, four years of development. Now it's like a six-year development game. You know, they have all these wonderful templates for them, especially with the Wii U's failure, that they can use to propel. Because I've talked with so many people, like, oh, I had, this is my first Nintendo system in a long time. You know, they miss all the great GameCube games, all the N64, all the Wii games, and all the Wii U games. You know, capitalize on that. And I think they're doing that, and I think they're doing it well. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I think I think it, it makes sense to bring some of those ports on early on in the Switch lifetime to kind of help fill in those gaps as well. Keep the momentum going, get the interest going in the franchise, and then follow it up with, with sequels. I mean, of course, I would prefer new games, um, new content, you know, but um, but I think there's definitely room for, for, for both. Um, I do want to mention a couple comments uh, from the chats as well. Uh, so Sergeant Bilby said uh, four Switch games of 2018 on his radar are Blade Strangers, uh, Musinx, Pac-Man Championship Edition 2+, and Mini Metro. 
Uh, so a couple of games that um, that we did not mention. Uh, Steve Desmarais, when we we're talking about uh, Yoshi and Kirby, he said that I think Kirby started on a roll in development. Uh, so that's why we got a new mm-hmm. trailer title. <laughs> but um, but at E3, we had gotten Yoshi gameplay. So I don't know which is further along in development and will release first, uh, which is a good question. I'm not sure exactly which one of those will come first. But, uh, but I do agree that I feel like both of them will be in the first half of the year because we've seen them a couple times. And um, I think a, a January direct will probably solidify release dates and give us those, those specifics. But uh, um, I definitely expect them uh, coming up soon. Um, in, in terms of ports and stuff as well, you know, when we we're talking about it, um, I, I kind of agree and disagree on some of the things that, that, that have been mentioned already in the sense that um, I think this year, uh, we will see a Super Mario Maker uh, release of some sort. I don't know. I, I, I also feel like the definition of a, a port or a, 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 re, a remaster and a sequel and all that, I feel like a lot of the... Uh, like Splatoon 2 in name, you know, as a sequel, uh, you take Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, it's not a straight... I mean, I guess it's a port, but there's a couple of new things. You know, like they're kind of blurring the definition of some of these as well. So I feel like with Mario Maker, I mean, they could kind of bring the game over, maybe add some stuff to it. I don't know what they would call it necessarily, but whatever you whatever you want to term it, I feel like it'll kind of be an in-between sort of thing. Um, but I definitely feel like that will come this year. And I also think Smash Brothers is going to come this year. Um, and I think, I think, you know, if you look at some of the folks that also um, had some some pretty good sources that kind of, we're talking about switch things before the system launched. There were a handful of games that they were saying were um, were coming at launch or close to launch. Uh, one of them was a new 3D Mario, which obviously was Odyssey, and it was you know in the holidays. But you know you could say that it was kind of pushed to give Zelda some time. But Mario Maker was mentioned, Smash Brothers was mentioned. Uh, perhaps those get tabled for later releases, but I honestly still think they could come this year. And Nintendo's been pretty good about keeping steady releases and they need things to fill in the gaps and i think those are games that um will will be big sellers before the holidays and then you come into the holidays with you know perhaps a new animal crossing and just totally dominate but we'll see i just hope I the guy stuff is gone because otherwise you know what we're going to get we're going to get super mario maker for nintendo switch because that's the naming convention they took you know for the 3ds Smash Brothers 4 3DS. Like, that's what we're going to get. And that's going to be terrible. Because then you don't know if it's really a sequel or not. True. But I guess, I guess I was going to say, like, I don't know that it necessarily the definitions of a sequel or a port or not really matter, per se. It's more like if there's some sort of new content, you know, because to, to, to me and you, it might, not all of it may be new because we played it before, but to some other folks, it might be new. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the definitions of those are really going to get blurred a lot this year. Well, I think especially when when you're talking about games like Smash Brothers, for instance, like the, the more of just a fighting game. Like now, I understand like you know like Street Fighter, for instance. You know, they actually do have clear uh, you know lines that have been drawn between one version to the next. Um, but and, and it has been happening with Smash Brothers as well. But does it really have to? Like, can they just release a, a Switch version of Smash Brothers and just call it Smash Brothers for for Nintendo Switch? And and really, because we've we've talked about this before, like 
some games almost have, I mean, they haven't perfected it, but they've come really, really close um, to giving us the, like, the version that it really should be. And if they just kind of tweak it to make it even better for the Nintendo Switch and just give it that name, um, some games I'm okay with that. Games like, you know, fighting games or racing games and stuff like that, you need new levels and things like that. But if it's basically the same game with just some tweaks and updated, that's cool with me. Um, but if it's a game like, you know, like, you know, a traditional Mario game or Zelda or whatever, yes, give me a new plot, give me a new objectives and, and make it a, a full-out sequel. Um, but for some of those, I, I'm, I'm more okay if they just kind of tweak it a little bit and, and just enhance it. I'm calling it now, Steve, huh. that if they announce Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch and all it is is a port of the Wii version with nothing added or, like, maybe just one character added, there's going to be riots. It's been how many years? When, it, when did Smash come out? 2013? 14. Oh, 13. I think it was 14. No, it wasn't 14. Was it? Maybe it was 14. I don't know. Either it's way, been a while, say, yeah. So, so we, we have three years since it came out. Three years. And if it comes out, let's say it sounds right, and it comes out the fall of, of 18. That's four years. Four years in development, and they give us, like, one character? Like, no. Like, that, that's, that's unacceptable. Like, they yeah. need, need to add a lot to it. If it came out a year later, I could accept it. But at this point, people are clamoring for a Smash 5. People want to see Inklings. People want to see, you know, Rex. People want to see arms characters they, they want to see new characters they want to see new franchises represented and new third-party characters i mean that like what, what bomberman where's bomberman stuff like that if none of that's added then people will be like i could just play this on my wii u four years ago like why should i give you more money well and then you get people that don't even have a wii u um but, but i think right. i i think there's a lot of people that that would be happy though and i think myself included really if they just added new characters and some new stages they don't yeah. really even have to spend much time upgrading the graphics at all. It looks fine already. Um, just just give us the new characters and new stages, and that would be enough for me. Um, I'm I'm not, I don't want just, like, one more, but several more would be good enough for me. It's got to be substantial. It's got to be a good yeah. chunk, enough to feel like a, a real add-on to the game. And, yeah. and a, a single-player mode would be pretty good, too. Let's bring back Slow Space Emissary, you know. That would be nice to have right. some single-player. Right. I always but think if we I do... do... I was going to say, if we actually do see a Smash Brothers, I do see it more along the lines of the deluxe kind of thing, where we'll just have all the DLC like they did for Mario Kart. And that might be just the game, but I certainly hope not. But I think a brand new entry is still kind of a couple years down the line. It's been kind of leaning towards right. like the end, towards like the middle end of the cycle of the console. If they did just a uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe style port, there would have to be a brand new Smash later on. I mean, Mario Kart 8 came out, yeah. you know, several years ago. Uh, so you know they haven't been sitting there only doing the 8 Deluxe. They're definitely working on Mario Kart 9. They're just giving it some time in between. Again, it's been it's been, been over three years now since Smash. No way they're just sitting there working on an enhanced port and that's it. Like, that would be a colossal waste of time. <laughs> Well, the thing about Smash, though, to keep in mind is they probably have not been working on Smash that many years because Sakurai has said that he did take a like he stopped working on the game after the last one came out for a while. So if anything is in the works, it was not in the works for the last few years. It might have just been the last year or so or, you know, so it, 
Smash games do typically tend to have a longer time in between releases because Sakurai, I mean, he always talks about how much it really like wears on him. And he just, by the end of it, is like, I'm done with the franchise. And he's kind of like, he puts yeah, like, you know, so much into it and stuff. So I, I can see them doing, taking a lot of the existing con, like take the Smash run from the 3DS game, put that into the, the console version as well. You know, like combine things from the multiple games, bring back Ice Climbers and some of the, you know, some of the stuff that was in previous games, combine it all and add in a couple of new things. Like at this point, you kind of have to have the inklings, you know, like they, they, you just have to with how popular Splatoon is, add in some new stuff, that sort of thing. Um, and then of course, after a few years, bring in a new Smash. Um, but um, yeah, I, I definitely think, I, I think if we don't get a Smash this year, I think it's going to be a few years before we get one. Cause then I think they're really going to be working on a full brand new Smash, um, which is why I'm, I, like, I'm still so convinced that it's coming this year. It has to. Like, I, I, I really, I feel like Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing have to come this year, or I, like, I'm just so lost, and I don't know what Nintendo is doing. Because I, I, I feel like we need that, another competitive, like, Nintendo's done really well with these competitive online multiplayer games lately, and they really seem to be focusing on it. Couple that in with their launch of their online service this year. Smash Brothers is perfect for that. Obviously, Animal Crossing with a mobile game, like, is, is perfect, but... Um, I don't know. I, I, I still think we'll, we'll see it. And I think we'll see Smash before the holidays. Because right? I think Animal Crossing will be their big holiday seller. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I, I was like... What was that? I smell a wager. I think we need to a make wager. A, <laughs> <laughs> make a January I, bet for the year. I'm just interested. I mean, you brought up the, the, the online thing, and I think that's just ridiculous. That, like, they've, they're still putting it... I mean, I, I really you know hope that it turns out with this kind of delay, it better be amazing, um, but because it it sucks right now. Um, but I think with Animal Crossing and stuff, you know, you do need those that online connection, and I think that makes that game even better. And and if they can capitalize upon um, the the you know the mobile game and even like incorporate that in somehow connect it, um, that'd be even cooler because that could be an even bigger you know draw for people. Maybe Animal Crossing all of a sudden becomes a system seller because they're like. Wow, I can take this this camp that I've been building upon on my you know my iPhone and my Android phone for a while, and I can bring that into my Switch game and do even cooler stuff. That could be really awesome. And so you know maybe <laughs> like that's one of the things they're one of the reasons they're putting off the online system because maybe maybe they're making it really cool to do that stuff. Um, I <clears> doubt <throat> it, but but maybe <laughs> we'll see. I'm not sure about the connectivity because they'll be like, oh, microtransactions on Twitch. <laughs> oh, you want to speed this up? Oh, pay us $5. <laughs> now, I think, I think online is also going to launch with other things like Netflix and YouTube and stuff like this. If those things aren't here in 2018, that's a big misstep. We already have Hulu. But, yeah, it's uh, weird that, that, that Hulu is on there, but the rest of them are kind of really lagging behind. I mean, like, I was actually surprised, and it, it just came out of nowhere, too. It was like, boom, Hulu's here. I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Where, where's the other stuff? Right. Like, I mean, not that it has to be there, because really games are, are big, and we can play those, that stuff on everything else, but, um, but it's cool to have it. And I think even, I realized when I was traveling for, for holidays, um, I got to the point where I was like, really cool that I could, you know, just toss my switch in my bag um, and just go. But then I was like, oh, man, my, my, both sides of my family, both my parents and my wife's um, dad, neither of them have 
Netflix or anything like that. They don't have anything really hooked up to the TV, like a, a box or anything. I was like, man, if only the Switch had Netflix and everything else on it, I wouldn't have to bring my Apple TV along with me. Not that it's that big of a deal because it's like a little small little puck, but it would be cool to have it all on the Nintendo Switch and I just toss it in there. Now, I think most people probably have, you know, other ways to, to watch that stuff, but it'd be pretty really cool if it was on there. And um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're holding off with the whole thing, but to me, I mean, with Hulu being on there, I don't know why they couldn't just throw, you know, YouTube and, and Netflix on there already. You know, it's interesting. There's two things that, that you guys, no, no one's mentioned yet uh, for this year. One, which is smaller, um, which is uh, the possibility of Nintendo buying Platinum. Because if you remember, uh, Microsoft canceled Scalebound, which almost bankrupt Platinum. Um, they, uh, Nier Automata is actually what saved them. And now with this announcement of Bayonetta 1 and 2 and Bayonetta 3, and obviously Nintendo's putting the bill, uh, will we see Nintendo just flat out buy Platinum this year and say, you know, come second party? Uh, and the other thing, which I'm surprised none of you mentioned, because I'm the least likely member of this crew to mention, and, and I was really, probably about to mention well, this. Will, I, will <laughs> definitely mention, which I'm shocked, his virtual console. Will we get that this year? That's well, what my I, next question was, if you didn't interrupt. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Well, see, Greg would have got it. Okay. Well, at least that makes me feel better. I'm shocked. That I, I was leading into it because, I, you know, I felt like it, it would go hand in hand. Because my, my thought is, honestly, I, I feel like initially, at least for a while, there isn't going to be a sort of virtual console as we've seen it in previous consoles. I think maybe next year or after that, like it might come, but I think initially the way to play the old games is going to be through that sort of subscription service tied into the online program, because I think Nintendo is going to want to promote that really uh, and make that their key thing. And then maybe focus on separate standalone releases for sort of your special, like, you know, your arcade thing or your, um, uh, slight re-releases of, of certain, like the HD versions of, I don't know, like throw Wind Waker HD out there, or certain things like that. But your true classic games uh, from the past, I think, like, will be uh, tied into this subscription service. And, and to that end, maybe there are different levels. Maybe there's this price point just gets you online play. This price point gets you NES and Super Nintendo games. This price point gets you even, I don't know, N64 and GameCube games or something, or, you know, like maybe they have different levels of of, uh, of their online service. What yeah. was the delay? Do you think that would affect it? What was that? With the delay, do you think that will affect it, Asan? Because you're, you're talking about how you, that you think virtual console is going to come out after the online be, to promote the online, but now that online's delayed... Well, there's a gap now. Will they will they panic and release virtual console early uh, to fill that gap where the online was supposed to come out? Well, the online was delayed, I believe, just to 2018. They said, right? So, I oh, I honestly did they say fall 2018 or was it uh, like a Dutch or something reported like it's it's fall now? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's been I, officially yeah, confirmed, that. but yeah, people are it's it's high speculation, um, but it hasn't been actually confirmed yet. Yeah, because my, honestly, my prediction is actually that the online service is going to launch in spring or summer at the latest. I think, um, because I think, and again, going back to my Smash Brothers thing, like I think Smash Brothers is going to come with it because then they're going to leave the holidays open for uh, Animal Crossing and potentially other games, which I want to talk about a little later as well. But 
Um, but I think I think their online service has been delayed enough, and Nintendo's going to want to get that infrastructure set in point. I mean, they've done a couple firmware updates and things. Like, I think they're going to start to solidify some of that and start making some money from the online service too, you know? Yeah. I would see, but, yeah, I, I'd see what you said, um, Hassan, about, like, maybe the actual, like, what we know as the virtual console is is probably put off. But I, I would see them probably starting off with NES games and maybe SNES games um, for with the subscription with the subscription model, um, and people have been wanting that for a long time. They've been saying, "Hey, they need some sort of like Netflix for old, you know, um, Nintendo games," and I think that would be really cool for that. Um, you know, they're going to start off small, but and, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they've been putting it off so much because they want to get as much as they can ported over um, to be ready for that. And then, you know, maybe I would see maybe they only limit that to SNES and lower or something. And I don't know if that's a whole tier thing um, because they haven't really mentioned that. I mean, I guess they could always change their, their minds. But um, but then I could see them actually having a virtual console um, for, like, maybe GameCube and, and newer or something um, because maybe those aren't necessarily as classic games anymore. And so they, they would you know, have the, the online service, really the, the older games, and then they'll be either porting it over to, like, some sort of virtual console or, like, the arcade thing, um, like you mentioned. I see that happening more. Um, I, it'd be really cool still to to be able to, you know, just download, you know, one of the NES games to my system and not have to worry about a subscription. But with this, as inexpensive as they're making it, um, it kind of seems like a no-brainer. And it's going to be a huge moneymaker for them to just kind of keep in, you know, month after month, um, breaking the cash from us. Um, so, I don't know. I was going to say, I think, didn't they already kind of release, like, the price point for it? Like, it was only going to be, like, the one amount or, well, I guess, one amount per year and one amount if you were to pay monthly. But um, I thought that was already kind of released. I totally forgot about that. I'm sure what Steve meant by as many titles as they can is like five, because that's like how good Nintendo <laughs> is at doing virtual console games. And then like, they go away. <laughs> they they disappear. Every It's just a rotating five games that so you never get to play the same ones again. It's not the Wii era where they, they release like five or six games a week. It's, they do the one a week, and that's that's usually too much for them. So, yeah, I really hope they don't go away. Um, and I know that's what a lot of people were thinking in the very beginning, and because they really haven't released very much information, and they're basically just kind of trying to, you know, pull apart what they have told us so far. And I really hope that's not the case. I hope they just kind of keep adding to the the library um, that we can get to, and maybe maybe there's an enhanced version, you know, that's like one or two a month that you can you can access or whatever with the online features and stuff like that that they've talked about. But I really hope that. That it's just like okay, this game is only available for the month of you know July, and that's it. Um, because that would be that'd be ridiculous. You know, p- don't put a lot of work into stuff like that to bring it over and then only make it available for us for one month. Not only that, but there are some big titles like say you have like Link to the Past or, or Super Metroid, and someone starts it at the end of the month because that's when they finally have time <laughs> and they're happy yeah. through and the game's <laughs> gone. Like that, that's the, the surest way to piss people off. Like. People do not, as a, as a nature, we do not like to lose things. We like to keep things and, and hold on to them. And if you give it something, let us keep it. Um, the other thing is, what do you guys think about uh, payment? Like, what if they do a traditional virtual console? Will they make us pay for Mario 3 for the fourth time 
will they finally let us like, hey, you bought this game before, like you can keep it, like like all other systems have, you know, uh, an account lock as opposed to a system lock. Uh, with our Nintendo IDs, we'll be like, all right, you bought this game, now it's yours. Like, you don't have to rebuy it on every single system you, you get. Will they do something like that, or you think they'll still be stuck in the past? I think they're I... supposed to transition into that, I thought, I, from what I was reading, because um, I felt like this Nintendo account was supposed to be this global thing now, so it's like it ties into your smart app phones, like the whatever Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think... After, like, if you have to buy Mario 3, like, whatever the last time, I think it should technically be able to be stored on your account to be brought to whatever the Switch 2.0, whatever is next after that. Yeah, yeah I see him, I see him probably going from from whatever day that is forward, um, unfortunately. I would really love for them to go backward and, and say, okay, you got this on the Wii, the Wii U, and the 3DS. <laughs> you can download it again. Um, but I, I doubt that will happen. I would say probably from Switch forward, um, that's probably, if they start it, which, like Greg said, that, that they've kind of toyed around with the idea, then that's probably going to happen. Um, and if it does, I would see it starting with the Switch and moving forward, unfortunately. And I'll probably end up buying Super Mario Brothers again for like the 20th time in my life. <laughs> right. As long as as long as I can make sure it's like only a dollar upgrade fee from Wii U, then that'd be awesome. Yeah, that that I'd be okay with that too. I mean, if they if they did say, you know, you can upgrade into the next one, I'd be okay with that. But it'd be even better if they just, you know, yeah, ideal situation, they'd be like, oh, this is on your on your account at some point in the past, you can download it for free. That'd be really cool. Right. So the um. So I want to also talk about the holiday time because I know there are a couple of titles that we know are in the works. We just don't know when they're releasing. For example, Metroid Prime 4, uh, new Pokemon game, things like that. Out of those types of games, what do you think is coming this year and what's, what's coming later on? Bayonetta 3, you know, like other, other games like that. Like what, what's, what's 2018 and what's beyond? No, um, I think I don't. I don't know for sure, obviously. But if I were Nintendo, I would really push Pokemon for 2018 because um, that's really and and I would probably hold off on it um, because you just re, we just got a new one um, for 3ds at you know the, at the end of, of 2017. So I'd put it off. Um, I'd put it right right before holiday, um, and that'd be huge. For them to go into the holiday with a brand new Pokemon Pokemon game on um, on Switch, um, I think with Bayonetta, I don't know. I just I, I wonder how much that will really sell. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great game, but compared to something like Pokemon, it's just not going to sell that much. So I would see them almost kind of biding time with re-releasing one and two on the Switch this year and putting Bayonetta um, three off till 2019. Um, and then, I don't know, I, I, I would really, I hope that Metroid Prime 4 um, comes this year, but that's more of a selfish thing. I think um, it's probably going to be something like Zelda. They're just going to keep putting it off and putting it off till it's perfected, and they're going to wait as long as they, they need to um, to make sure that that is the game that they really want to release, um, and they're not going to push something like that. So it'd be really cool if they come out this year, but I doubt Metroid would, would hit the Switch this year. Um, but Pokemon, it would be very wise of them, I think, to to make that a holiday release. 
Yeah, I was kind of going along those same thought lines. Um, I was kind of thinking Bayonetta 3 more maybe like September, August type of thing. So it's kind of like a pre-pre-holiday kind of looking at that little for the quite holiday part. Um, I think there's some kind of connection how they're doing one and two like early on in this year to get kind of caught up and oh, we can check out three later this year. Um, I definitely see Pokemon as being the November title for the oh, to launch the Switch into the 2019. And like you, I would love to see Metroid Prime 4 this year, but I think realistically it's like whatever, 2021 or something like off the distance. <laughs> it's like, oh, Metroid Prime 4 is now in development, so it's not like it's like concrete. But going along that line, I do think there's a good chance we'll see Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 either released in like 2019, repackaged or remastered, whatever. Yeah, even if they just take the, the what they did for for Wii U and just plop it over the it Switch is. again, like that would it it make a lot of people happy and it and it'd get a lot of people potentially that you know maybe didn't play the the original ones and you know do it again, similar to what they're doing for Bayonetta. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be completely out there. Um, I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now. I'm gonna say that Fire Emblem, Pokemon. Metroid Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3 are all 2019 titles. And this holiday, instead, we're going to get a brand new Animal Crossing out of nowhere, Pikmin 4, because it's been in development for a while, and the big holiday title is going to be whatever Retro has been working on since DKC Tropical Freeze, because they've been way too quiet for way too long, and they're doing something. And and that's going to be the surprise holiday title, uh, along with a few ports like maybe Mario Maker or something like that. Um, I think that's going to be the 2018 lineup. I think all those other games, Pokemon just coming off Sun and Moon from you know that that team is is just a year off of it because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon was a, was a secondary team. I don't think they're going to push out a brand new Pokemon within two years, where the three Pokemon games in a row plus they're going to be working on a brand new engine. It's not just going to be like Sun and Moon, which was using the X and Y Omega Alpha, uh, you know, engine. It's a brand new engine. So they're going to take their time. That's going to be holiday 2019, my prediction. Metroid Prime 4, it's a new team working on it. It's not retro. Uh, I think, like you said, like Zelda, they're going to make sure that's out there and that's good. We just had Metroid Samus Returns. They announced it pretty much to keep people happy. They announced it very early. That's going to be 2019. I think Bayonetta 3 has the biggest potential to be out this year, um, but I do think that they're going to want to take their time with it. And as far as I'm aware, that's the only project they're working on. Um, so that very well could be uh, could be completed. Otherwise, it will be an early uh, 2019 title. And then uh, Fire Emblem, there's still another possibility, but they just did Echoes. They just had Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, they have Fire Emblem Heroes. We just had three Fire Emblem titles last year. I think they're going to take a break from Fire Emblem, work on it. Again, a brand-new engine. I don't think it's going to use the 3DS engine from Awakening or Fates, and it's going to come out in 2019. Uh, so Nintendo likes to keep things close to our chest, or their chest. Uh, they've done it before. Uh, remember the, the N64 holiday title was Don, uh, Diddy Kong Racing that was announced like one week before it launched? Uh, they've done this stuff before. Uh, I think they're going to do it again because the Switch has so much momentum. 
If, if we already know these titles and then they say, surprise, here's a whole new lineup for 2018 and all those titles are being pushed to 2019, uh, it would be like, okay, well, we got all these great new titles in 2018. And so that's my prediction. I'm going to be bold. I could be completely wrong, but that's my prediction. No, I honestly actually kind of think I agree with, with Barry and where he's going with it because I think, um, you know, like he kind of outlined, I mean, I feel like Bayonetta 3 would be a, a great title because it, it's Bayonetta 2, from what I remember, um, people really enjoy the game, but it did not, it's not a huge system seller or anything like that. Um, I feel like it's a good game to kind of just keep the momentum going in like a early year time frame, just like how Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming out in February. They're on Bayonetta 3 into early 2019, you know? Um, I'm not super familiar with Fire Emblem in terms of the releases and that sort of thing, but I think Metroid Prime 4 was early. They just showed us a logo. I think it's still going to take a while, and Pokemon's going to take some time also. Because with Pokemon, they tend to announce those things then, like, in the springtime or so. So, I mean, we would have to get an announcement in the coming months. I just don't think they're ready for something like that. I know they're pushing for it, but I, I feel like there's enough to to pad things out and and where i sort of see the trajectory going is i I think we're going to see like a late spring early summer ish uh online service launch smash brothers i think maybe a late summer early fall mario maker kind of a thing and then you're like november holiday like animal crossing i think that's going to be the trifecta for this year in terms of sales because smash brothers is going to be a a seller mario maker is going to be a seller animal crossing is going to be a seller and i feel like animal crossing um, because the mobile game came out. Every mobile game they've had so far has had a release. You know, Fire Emblem had a, you know, Fire Emblem game. Odyssey. Um, Pokemon Go isn't necessarily, you know, the same situation, but we technically had another Pokemon game, you know, there as well. And, and now Animal Crossing. And I think that's because um, of uh, of the next one. And I know they're working on a Zelda mobile game, but I think that got pushed back because, they probably wanted to focus on other games now to get the hype going, get people interested, and then hook them in. And Animal Crossing has been a big system seller um, as well. So I think those are going to be kind of your main games. Plus the unknowns. I mean, there's a lot I think Nintendo has up uh, up their sleeve that we just don't know about, like Retro's game and, and so on. I think no, uh, we're going to be surprised. Yeah, Pikmin 4 uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So that's another one I, I do think is coming um, this year, I, I think. Now the question yeah. is, what's going to be announced in January versus what they're going to wait to announce as well. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. I think that the, the only big reason why I, the only big thing that I would disagree with you guys on is because I, I really don't know if they would announce and release a Smash Brothers game that quick. Usually it takes a lot longer. Um, where we know the Pikmin 4 is coming up, we know the Pokemon, Pokemon games coming up. And I feel like they, they told us that because they're, they're coming sooner. I would, I'd, it'd be really surprising if they, just announced Smash Brothers and then it's out the next few months. Um, I see that that taking longer because that usually does take longer. Well, and yeah, that's, that's why I think I was gonna say I, that's why I think it would be uh, almost a port, but you know, with a couple of new things to it because then we'd already know what's in it. There's not much that they need to hype up. Um, it's more here's a couple of the new characters in the initial trailer, and then you know, maybe in the next direct two months later, they kind of reveal more stuff and then the game's out two months after that or, you know, something like that potentially. Yeah. Now, what if they what if they do the Nintendo World Championships again uh, in the summer, uh, and let's say, and at the end they have a surprise trailer with Smash to announce for 2019, let's say, like just to get your blood pumping. Or 
or even that could be the final game. game. It could be the final game, or or just in the, the the last direct for the the holiday, just end with that, you know, like a, the Smash logo, and just say coming 2019, you know, get ready because like like you're talking about with the online Smash needs needs the online there. Pokemon needs the online there. If they release Pokemon without online, without trading, without online battling, that is a huge, huge, huge misstep. So these titles need online. So until the online is there, these titles are just not coming out. They're not going to do it, and they're going to want the paid online to be used. Splatoon 2 was a test. Okay, it works. People play. Arms was a test. It works. Pokemon Tournament, again, a test. Those titles are not setting the world on fire. Oh, my God, I have to pay for Nintendo Online uh, to play these games. Smash and Pokemon are two titles that are guaranteed to get people to sign up to play online. So until that online is out, and, and it has to be steady, because if that online comes out and you pay for it and it craps out, it's going to be like Brawl Online. Remember Brawl Online? Uh. So they can't <laughs> afford that. They can't have that. Not in 2018. So those titles are definitely, in my opinion, held off until that online infrastructure is up and running, for sure. Like, even if the game is done, they're going to hold off because they need that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I you know, and I guess, uh, so in terms of what, what we think, if there is this January 11th Direct, like this Thursday, like what, what is coming from that Direct? You know, like what, what would they announce? I You know, in my mind, I sort of envision it like like this. I kind of have it playing out of my head. Of it opens up and you see like a scene out of Animal Crossing, and you see the character going. They have almost like a little mini trailer, and then boom, they announce Animal Crossing 2018. That's all they say, right? Then they go into okay, let's talk about more details on the games we already know. Kirby, Yoshi, give us release dates, so on that sort of thing. And then I see that, and now I'm going back to my my Smash thing, but I see it ending with a one more game. Smash logo, boom, there's Ice Climbers, that sort of thing. Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers will be launching with our online service. Stay tuned for a Nintendo Direct next month or something, talking about the online service in more detail or something like that. You know, I, I really think this Direct is going to focus mostly on um, the games in the first half of the year, but I think they will tease a game or two for that's going to come in the holidays, like um, Animal Crossing or something else. Like I think, I think we're going to get some kind of tease. Not much, but something. Yeah, I agree. There's definitely got to be some kind of tease. Uh, something small doesn't have to be, you know, they, they got to they gotta leave the big teases for E3, but just something small. But I'm kind of curious if you guys think that 2018 or 2019, uh, do you think we're going to get the revival of a dormant Nintendo franchise, whether it be a popular title like F-Zero, or, or again, Star Fox, if you want to count that, uh, or or a lesser known title like Eternal Darkness, or Geist, or Wave Race, or 1080, or you know, Mock Rider, or you know, Ice Climbers, or, or Kid Icarus coming back. Like, do you, do you see at least one of these titles getting a a second life or, or a third life for some on the Switch, like in 2018, 2019? Um, I personally do. I don't know what, but I, I definitely think this is the time and Nintendo seems to be willing to delve back into their previous library of titles and see what, what they can do with it. Um, I think they've proven with Zelda and with Mario that even with their true stable franchises, they're 
they're willing to try and reinvent things a little bit. Um, and I think that they're, they're going to go back and, and delve into that. Um, I don't know what exactly, but I, I think like, a um, well, I mean, we've seen WarioWare games frequently, so I wouldn't say that's like an old franchise, but I think we'll get some kind of like a WarioWare kind of thing. I know they've talked about really wanting to do a game this year that takes advantage of the Switch's unique functionality, like with the IR sensor and all sorts of stuff. I think they said 2018 they're going to have something that does that. Um, that could be, yeah, maybe <laughs> 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 something like that. Um, the, uh, I, I do also want to mention um, in the chat, Sergeant Bilby mentioned he wants to see Puzzle League and or Medios make a surprise comeback. Um, that would be fun, you know? So I think uh, those could potentially be uh, some interesting games. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think of the um, ones you listed, I was going to think F-Zero or Kid Icarus would be towards the top of the list. But I don't know. I think Miyamoto was quite aware that people won F-Zero games. So I would think that they're trying to get that one kind of rebooted. And Kid Icarus kind of makes sense because you can almost port the 3DS game or something like that and rework some of the controls and the engine around that. So I would think that that would be kind of an easier one to do. I actually, I dropped from the, the call, so I, I completely missed everything that, that Barry said. So I apologize if I um, say anything, but it sounds like you guys are talking about like um, revisiting old franchises and stuff like that. Yeah, in 2018 yeah. or 2018. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. I think um, it'd be really awesome to to see some of these games that that we haven't seen in a while, um, or you know, especially if they're if they're not doing some sort of virtual console, um, it'd be really cool to to see newer versions of them. Like F Zero is one of the ones that like fans have been clamoring for for forever. And, and this is crazy. What if they came out with an Earth Earthbound, a new Earthbound game? Um, they just like instead of like, oh, we have to have Mother Two or Mother Three or whatever. Like actually, here's a brand new one, brand new engine, like. Like looks like the old thing, but but is is brand new HD and everything, um, similar to you know some of these other really cool looking um, RPG games that are coming out now. Um, that's redundant RPG games, um, RPGs that are coming out from um, from some of these uh, these other companies now. It, it'd be really awesome. Um, <laughs> that's a shot in the dark. It's probably never going to happen. Um, but it'd be really cool if it was, and I think a lot of people would be really excited. Um, but uh, but it, and just in general, I think I, I just to go back to what you said as an earlier. I think your setup for the Nintendo Direct, if it does happen, I think um, I, I I think the very same thing. I think it'd be they they could really lead in something like Animal Crossing or something like that. Talk about the stuff we do know already. And um, the other thing I, I would say probably I I would I would see like Mario Maker um, at the end of the Smash Brothers. Um, and I think they're going to probably focus a lot on on Nindies. Um, I would see them just really, really continuing to push the the indie developers this year. Um, and some of those might cross over with with the old stuff. They may have indie developers that they've been talking to and saying, hey, here's some of our old franchises, like Barry's been talking for a while, and say, hey, you know, here's some old franchise. We haven't done anything for it, with it for a while. Here, take it, update it, make it new. You have all our, our you know, her love and support and everything, um, and and that you can you know stamp your name on it alongside Nintendo, and uh, that could be a really cool way for them to bring um, some of these old this uh, this old stuff, um, make it new again, and and also partner with with these indie developers that could really help them and, and develop their 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 skill set as well. That would be yeah. Smart. I was gonna say, 
I was just gonna say it would be a really it would be a really Nintendo thing to do to announce a Mother Four and just skip Mother Three completely. <laughs> it would that would not happen, but I, that would just be a very Nintendo thing to do. <laughs> well, see, Steve, what you're talking about is almost like the GameCube days. Uh, if you think about it, uh, you know they gave Retro Metroid, they gave Amusement Visions F Zero, they gave both Rare and Bandai Namco, or just Namco at the time, Star Fox. Um, they were a little bit more lenient with their franchises. Um, Silicon Knights with Eternal Darkness, N Space with Geist. They they were free with their with what they were doing, and it gave such great GameCube games. They're they're heralded as the the best on the system, and I think we could see that. And if you remember when the 3DS was announced, they had that really awesome video where you know Awada and, and Reggie were all picking up the 3DS. And all different things were flying out of it. There was R-Wings, which was hinting towards Star Fox 64 3D. And there was the Master Sword hinting to Ocarina of Time and Bowser to Mario 3D Land, etc. Um, I think if they did something like that, like, thanks for a great 2017, here's 2018, and just had the Switch there and just had stuff flying out of it. Had an R-Wing for a new Star Fox, had the Blue Falcon for a new F-Zero, had a, a Mach Rider come out, an Excitebike come out. Have, have uh, you know, Isaac from Golden Sun come out and bring that back. You know, just start bringing these franchises out because they, 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 like Sega, are sitting on so many franchises that they're not touching. And the biggest criticism that people have of Sega is Sonic, 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 Sonic. Where's Panzer Dragoon? Where's Jet uh, Set Radio? Where's Burning Rangers? Where's all these crazy franchises that you used to do? Nintendo is the same thing. Nintendo has a ton of great franchises that haven't been touched. And when they are touched, they are again heralded as classics. Kid Icarus Uprising was, was beloved. You know, F-Zero GX was beloved. Uh, you know, and bring these things back. Star Fox Zero didn't get that same thing. They, they, they screwed that pooch on that one. But, you know, bring these, these franchises back and bring them to the masses. You have the audience that you had at the Super Nintendo days. You have that audience again. Those people are clamoring. The Super NES Classic is a prime example of it. It sold out. Why? You're bringing these things back. Punch-Out! Punch-Out! was great on the Wii. Where is that franchise? That franchise has been dead for how long? Bring it back! That was a great franchise. It was on the, the SNES Classic, and it was on the NES Classic. Bring it back. Like the mobile, this is a great way for them to rejuvenate that interest. And with Nintendo hot again, with Nintendo on top again, granted in terms of, you know, the momentum, let's capitalize on that. Like, it'd be It'd be silly not to. You have 40s and 50-year-olds and, and even 20 and 30-year-olds that weren't talking Nintendo. Suddenly, like, oh, man, I got a Switch, and it's great, and I love Zelda, and I love Odyssey, and I haven't played a Mario game in forever, and this feels so great. And bring that nostalgia back. You, They are like Disney. They have us all by the the censored here because they can do that. They will say jump, and we will say how high with some of these franchises. They are beloved to us. And they've been dormant. You know, bring them back. We want them. I, the masses want them. I love Zelda. I love Mario. But Nintendo has more than those two franchises. You know, look at Metroid's reaction. Everyone went flipping nuts when Metroid Prime 4 was announced. And then Samus Returns as well. Why? Because we were starved for a Metroid game. And Federation Force doesn't count. Right, right. I think we're starting to get off track from the direct, at least, because this is obviously way too, no, no, way too big. So, but. And that's what I want to see at the direct, starting 2018 with a bang. 
But you forgot our little handheld for the 3DS that will be sharing some of this time with. No, the curve really? is done. Really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I, I'm interested to see, like, yeah, if if they even mention 3DS, like more than just you know one game, um, at the direct at all this year. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd be very surprised if it takes any time at all, actually, um, at E3. Um, they may try to, to, you know, to squeeze out any little, little last bit they have at the beginning of the year, but I'd be really surprised if they even, you know, mention it at, at E3. Um, so maybe, yeah, this, this Direct might be the last time we even hear of any new 3DS games coming out that they really want to push. I mean, they're going to hold on to some stuff, and it's going to still have some life in it for maybe another year or so. Um, but I think they're going to really stop really hard, like pushing it hard. Um, maybe this might be the last direct that they do that with. I disagree. Yeah. I think they'll think probably so. do two directs. Like a Switch Direct and the 3DS Direct, they've done it before. Or they'll do that headline thing. Here's 3DS headlines, now here's the Switch stuff. Right. Be like bam, bam, bam. Okay, the rest of the time is <laughs> switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, if, I they, mean, I think if they hit it, it'd be it'd be small. Right, right. Yeah, but I, I do think that like that will happen probably for January. But I think by the time E three comes around, I don't think we're really going to see much of three. I think like the first half yeah. of the year, whatever three DS releases and stuff, they're going to get that kind of stuff out the way. I think by the end of the year, the three DS is going to be. Um, I, I guess the, the only situation where I can see the 3DS continuing in some capacity is if they dual release games where there's a version that comes to 3DS and a version that comes to Switch. Um, but then, then again, they're pretty different systems. It's not the same as like Zelda, how that came into Wii U and Switch and that sort of thing. Um, I think they are, I mean, the 3DS has a huge install base, so they're going to want to take advantage of what they have. Um, but I think... At some point, they're also going to want to make sure they don't mess up with Switch because they have a really good thing going there, and Nintendo has not always been able to put the best focus on two different systems at once. Um, they have not had a good history of that, and I think um, they're going to start to um, to sort of focus uh, one way with with the uh, with the Switch. Um, the the one other thing I did want to mention that I don't think anybody has has brought up as well that I think will happen this year is Super Mario Odyssey DLC. Um, I think they haven't announced any DLC for it, but that game obviously sold really well, and I feel like it's it's a game that works perfectly for DLC because you throw in a couple extra worlds. You don't need to like explain anything in the story. It's not like Zelda how it has to fit into the the timeline of it all. Like it's it's just adding a couple extra worlds and oh wait you just opened up a box and it unlocks some random thing and then boom, that's it. Like that's, you don't need an explanation for more world than Mario. Um, and so I think um, that would be perfect to kind of keep that momentum going as well. Plus Nintendo also tweeted something the other day that I don't know what it was about, but they tweeted something from Super Mario Odyssey that had a little parrot and they're like, um, you know, the parrot that like helps you find moons and stuff okay, or whatever. Yeah. They tweeted something. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, if you look real close or something, there, you know, he's teasing. So I, I forget what they said, and I was like, are they just talking about Super Mario Odyssey? Like, if you find, you know, the parrot, then you'll he'll help you find Power Moons, or are they trying to tease something else? I have a feeling it's the former. Maybe I feel like I'm looking too much into it, 
but that got me thinking like this would kind of be perfect you know what what if they open up and then again i already had an idea for how they're going to open up the direct but what if they open it up <laughs> with, <laughs> uh, it's a choose your own adventure however which way it goes there you go. uh yeah. what if they open up with uh you know super like mario and and you think it's new donk city or something and then he opens up some portal to another world and then i don't know like who knows there's so many yeah. things they can do with it yeah i think it'd be cool um for sure i think uh dlc for, for like you said mario Odyssey makes sense um it's something i haven't really thought about um actually until this moment but it does make a lot of sense and uh, i think it will continue to give that game life and, and longevity um there's already a lot there because you can there's so much to collect and and everything. Um, Barry, how long did it take you to collect everything? It's been like uh, 130 hours? No, no, 50 to 55 hours. 50 to 55 hours. So that's that's a long time for most gamers already, but then, you know, you add DLC, that's going to be even more, um, you know, a lot, a lot more longevity to that game, which would be really cool. And I wonder, too, if, if Nintendo will ever do, um, like Xbox and, and PlayStation have done with the, the Game of the Year editions or, or whatever, and so, like, they'll re-release the game to give it another new life again with all the DLC, you know, um, all in there together or something. Yeah. If it's like, you know, but with the DLC in there now too. So that that could be cool to, to give that game even more life, like re-release it next next holiday season. Hey, look, bam, it's out there again, and now it's got the DLC packed into it for you guys that haven't picked it up yet. You know, here's it for $10 less or something like that. Yeah. That would be interesting because they haven't really done i mean like with animal crossing granted these were free updates but they re-released animal crossing new leaf with the amiibo version or whatever you know so granted that was free updates but um yeah i i mean potentially i feel like that would be an interesting thing to do they read it was going to be for zelda and i was really upset to find out yeah it wasn't yeah like i was right that's what i was going to say the explorers edition yeah it's kind of like what um, mario mario kart 8 deluxe was um, I mean, it was a different system, but that sort of thing. Like, they re-released the game, but stick all the DLC in there. Um, so, I, it'd be really cool if they continue to do that sort of thing uh, with future releases. I think it really could give them, um, like I said, longevity with, with some of those games. And some people are going to wait on it and, uh, and pick it up later. And with a game like Mario Odyssey, you can. You know, you're not going to miss out on anything. It's a single-player game. Um, so, you can pick it up a year or two years from now, and it still be just as good as it was day one. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Um, speaking of two things about DLC, another thing for 2018, uh, no one mentioned, is two big 2017 titles have DLC still coming this year. Mario and Rabbids has new story content coming this year, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has new story content coming at the end of the year. So I do think Nintendo will use both of those things to help pad out a little bit extra, um, like they did with Breath of the Wild, how they ended the year like at the Game Awards, like here, DLC. Um, so those are things coming. Um, as to your question about 3DS and about Switch and 3DS versions, Hassan, I don't think they're going to do that. I think Fire Emblem uh, Warriors was an anomaly with that uh, as a Switch 3DS. Uh, anyone who, who's played it has said, stay away from the 3DS version, play the Switch version, it's much better. And no one ever talks about the 3DS version. It's almost like it's, it's, it's almost there like if the Switch had failed, at least we didn't waste our time. We have a copy on the 3DS, maybe that will sell. But now the Switch has proven itself. There's no re- It would almost be like holding a game back to make sure it worked on the 3DS. And we don't need any more holding back. We need them to run, you know, full power ahead. In fact, the, the 64 gigabyte cards were just delayed, which upsets me. 
Uh, I think that's actually a misstep. Um, that's already going to start holding back, especially third parties who don't know how yeah. to optimize. We don't need any more holdback. Yeah, that that was a, that was really disappointing when I heard about that because I mean that's you got a lot of, of potential there when they when they start releasing those. I think you know it's a, it's already unfortunate because you got some games like some gigantic games like um, NBA 2K18 that that really could have benefited from that sort of thing, but you have, to have a huge download and like you have to have an SD card, and that's just I mean it's not that big of a deal because they're coming down in price, but but it's just it's a hindrance, it's a roadblock that or a, or a speed bump for a lot of people, um, and and especially other you know developers are not even putting out games uh, because they're probably waiting on those cards because um, they know their game's a lot bigger, and that was that was really unfortunate when I heard that. Yeah, I'd rather pay an extra ten bucks and have it all on the card than then have to do the download and then buy more SD cards. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Nintendo definitely has some magic with their games and getting the download sizes much smaller compared to third parties. I I don't know. They they truly have, like, Nintendo, like, fairies or something that do this. I don't I don't really understand it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's the game that's coming out this year, Nintendo fairies. Like, Nintendo dogs, <laughs> but you can, I don't know. There we go. <laughs> I think they're the killer more app in the line. They're more in the lines of the super mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I think um, we'll probably start to wrap things up. Any final thoughts on this sort of Nintendo Direct or 2018 in general? Anything else anyone wants to uh, to add? Um, I can't really think of anything other than just I, I I'm excited to see what it is because I think it, right now it kind of is a you know. A, we know very few little things, so it'd be really cool. I, I, I want to be surprised. Like every time, I want to be surprised. But but now I think is a a really good opportunity for them to surprise us um, because we we don't know very much. Um, you know, going into some of the ones to the, at the end of 2018, we knew a lot of stuff. This time, we don't really know much. So this could be could be really good potential for for surprising um, for surprising us. So I hope they do. Much as I really want to be surprised, I still think the pessimistic approach is going to be like, be like Mark, it's going to be like whatever Kirby, Yoshi, and maybe like two or three surprises, and that's probably me about it. And it's probably going to tie around with the service launching with some sort of online game. Maybe that would be a good enough surprise for me. If they actually give us the date they stick with. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the direct is going to be uh, it's going to be a safe direct. I think it's going to, you know, have Kirby Yoshi. I think it's going to have Bayonetta 1 and 2 again. <clears throat> I think it's going to focus on pretty much January, February, March. Rocket League is going to be shown there. Lost, uh, uh, it? Lost Fear is going to be shown. You know, things we know that are coming out. Blade Strangers might be shown maybe in the, the, the headlines thing they do. Um, as for what you just said about 2017, Steve, I didn't know anything going into 2017. I don't know where, what you knew. All we had was that three-minute video on the Switch. Uh, we didn't get anything until the January, you know, presentation. So going into 2017. No, yeah, not, not going into 2017. At the end of 2017. Oh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, my, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on one bold prediction, another one. I'm, I'm going bold. I'm thinking outside the box. Sometime during this year, there's going to be an announcement that Microsoft and Nintendo have come to an agreement since, the Xbox One isn't selling as well, and that the Switch is handheld and not competing, that they will work with Nintendo to bring Rare stuff and new Rare games with Nintendo and Rare working together for the Switch. 
possibly switch an Xbox One because they're 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 saying screw exclusives. Everything's on Windows and and Xbox. Uh, let's get some some rare Nintendo love back. I I think it could happen. Let's make it happen. 2018. That's my bold prediction. Another one. I I think this is the point of the night where I think we've gone a little too far, <laughs> and I think uh, people are getting a little delusional. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I what kind uh, of juice there, uh, <laughs> it was worth the face. I'm that was sorry. that was a very bold <laughs> prediction. That was like, like well, I don't know, like in the beginning, I wasn't really, I wasn't even sure where you were going with. That. I was like, are they going to say like there's this full partnership or what? I was like, where is he going with? How bold <laughs> is he going to go? Uh, I could maybe see that they they allow a you know Banjo Kazooie to be remade or something on Switch, but I doubt any new things are going to be coming. Hey, you know what? When when they bought Rare, um, there was a lot of Game Boy Advance games made because Microsoft wasn't in the handheld. And you know what? The Switch could be looked at a handheld, and and maybe with new talks, maybe they want some of that money. Remember, Microsoft's a company, and and if the Switch is selling really well, and they say, you know what? We can play off that nostalgia too. What if we threw a banjo or a conquer on the Switch, and it sold three million? You know what? Microsoft's going to be making money on that. That's true. They have they do have a CEO, so he's he's. <laughs> more about, you know, doing what they can to make money than some of the fast ones were, so who knows? Give me Golden right. 64 and it's a deal. No, they don't know. Man. <laughs> Virtual console right here. <laughs> now, the, um, so, you know, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see what 2018 has in store for us. I think the best thing is to keep expectations low and be surprised when, when things happen. 2017 was <laughs> Always a pretty amazing year, and some, some would argue one of the best years Nintendo has ever had, and so um, it'll be hard for 2018 to follow it up. I think Nintendo has some stuff up their sleeves. We'll have to wait and see. I don't think it's going to be, I think, especially when we're talking this January direct, you know, I think what everybody's saying, keep expectations low, maybe a couple surprises, that sort of thing. But I think they'll focus on the early part of the year. Um, I don't think, I think there are a lot of like sensational headlines out there. 18 unannounced games listed on Amazon. I think that was absolutely ridiculous if anybody saw those news stories, because if you actually looked at it, there were multiple, like, $60 things, but then some $100 and so on. So there could be multiple collector's editions or not. or you know, There's so many permutations of all that. I really don't think that means much. I think I think there will be something new, something new in this Direct. There has to be. Otherwise, why have a Direct if there's nothing new? But keep expectations low. Maybe one small thing. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll have to wait and see what happens. You did mention that. I think I... We, I we I don't think we we've mentioned it yet about the the fake video that came out about the the system update for the switch and everything. I think some of those like clearly it was fake, but but I really got excited about some of those things that were supposedly shown off from that. And it'd be really cool if they even if they didn't have um, you know all of that stuff sort of thing. It'd be really cool to to know what the next system update's going to be and and some of those things we've been waiting for. You know even if it's <laughs> as simple as as folders and themes. I'd be happy with just themes. That'd be really cool. We have them on 3DS. We have them all the time. Every week we're getting more and more themes. It'd be really cool to stick a different theme on my on my Switch. Um, so maybe that's, that's enough surprise for me. I just feel like, <laughs> give me themes on my Switch wallpaper. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Just give me folders and, and then we're... we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I that fake uh, the firmware update video, whatever, I will say the way that they... Uh, tried to like incorporate all those features. I thought fit really nicely with the UI. Like if that was real. I would love the way they seem yeah. to incorporate a lot of that stuff. Um, so it was really well made. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's unfortunately uh, 
pretty pretty fake it seems so uh but you know we'll see what nintendo has in store for us uh in 2018 if they can ever even get their online service and stuff off the ground we'll we'll see how that goes um so uh thank you guys for tuning in uh tonight for this episode of the nintendo Feast podcast as is tradition stay tuned for a, a nintendo direct announcement probably tomorrow and then a nintendo direct potentially on thursday as the rumors suggest uh so you can thank us for the nintendo direct because it's it's we we do the podcast you get a direct that's how it works um but uh thank you guys for listening thank you to everybody that joined in the chat as well it was great seeing all your comments tonight um and uh have a good night we'll see you guys next week see ya night night with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.